0: What it is, what is up, what is good Gamers, this is not 71 A.K.A. Doolamite. Midnight love Midnight love for your baby <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> mm, That hits hard, doesn't it? It's uh, hard
1: gosh. Sure
0: And uh, your auditory canals Are tuned into episode 205 For some reason Of <laughs> the Gaming Vessels Podcast Of course, I'm not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, got my partners in crime first on deck. It's Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the high res lover.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I might need a change to that. If Nintendo don't be, if Nintendo keeps, keeps with the shenanigans. <laughs>
0: a.k.a. the cat daddy, a.k.a. that gamer step daddy. What's going on, bro?
1: Not much, just hoping and praying, hoping and praying, Nintendo will get to act together and give us a 1080p game, uh, game system with the next one, hopefully.
0: Buy a
2: Steam Deck and get that Yuzu going, and you'll be all eating good. In the yeah, I don't want
1: that, though. I know. I don't want that. That's like, that's like craving a Big Mac and then offering someone a Whopper. It's like, No. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's a... It's, it's a burger, but that's not the burger I want, you know? So, but I but I appreciate it. Joe. I appreciate That was,
2: <laughs> that
1: was I'm sorry. you like was, the Eddie Murphy was... bit, you know?
2: I want McDonald's.
0: It's sprinkles? Oh, my gosh. I think he just made every... Sprinkles. <laughs> All right, that you get you get the gold star for the day. Sir. <laughs> you get the gold star for the day. Yeah, <laughs> I can just I can just be quiet for the rest
1: of the show now. Damn, <laughs> it's my one and done. People, thank you, and I'm out. <laughs>
0: All right, of course, for show sure, is a no go with uh, Trader Joe, aka Jabroni Chief. You 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 hey, you her. In that love for your baby. <laughs> Otherwise known as the food max of gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on?
2: I'm sad. My my, my vacation's over. I gotta go back to work tomorrow. So mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, well. I'm sorry, buddy. It's okay. Uh, I you know, m- 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 this whole week just proved to me I wanna be retired sooner than later. So <laughs> like, mm-hmm. There you go. Start
1: mm-hmm. working for that goal.
0: Yeah.
2: You got it. I'm an old, you know. I, I need team to make back. It, team make it happen. Got it. Yeah. Uh, I gotta find find me a a, a lady that's rich.
1: Oh, the lottery. You <laughs> wanna be a sugar baby, y'all? Oh gosh. You know it.
2: You're that you know, one. I, I'm just like uh, yeah. you know, Joe Nicole Smith over here. I'm waiting for my uh, <laughs> old ass. Oil Harris uh, over here, so I, I could re- reap in in the uh, goals. No, no playgirl spread necessary. Thank you.
0: So. <laughs> oh my goodness! So throw out, mm. so out
1: here, throw out selling son's wares, y'all. I, I,
0: I don't know if you would be willing to pay the cost, <laughs> the, the cost of 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 that uh, that that It'd that be maybe, like that be a price you would you would you would yeah be, you'd rather not pay.
2: It'd be like that, that, that 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 Stephen King movie, *Thinner*. You know?
1: Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. You know? You gotta do your husbandly duties once a week for all the games you can, you know, play. It's like a game. It's like Game Pass. <laughs> Call it Joe Pass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Got it for my PC and my Xbox. Yay! <laughs> all right. <laughs> You know, I, I
2: subscribed to all that Game Pass. I didn't turn on my Xbox once. So I, I get uh, advertisements on my PC say, "Play this on Games Pass." It's like, you know, you're all trying to bait me into like, you know, booting up uh, on my Windows PC. Yeah.
1: I mean, you 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 shared it with me. Thank you. And it's not even plugged in. Like, there is literally no power going to it. It's just sitting there. I'm looking at
0: it right now. Like, hi. Mm. See. I knew that was going to happen. I I knew that, but anyway, we're not. <laughs> we're that is. We're already off the rails. So <sighs> we haven't even gotten to our our first topic yet. So, with that said, let's transition over to what is typically over our first topic on the docket, outside of the, the the train wreck that has already started, that being our playlist. Alright, let's, let's kick things off with you what you've been playing
1: well while um i did start playing shadow run uh shadow one returns and um that's been an interesting game um it was a kickstarter kickstarter game about what 12, 12 years ago um been a while yeah. yeah it's been a while Hairbrain schemes uh kickstarted it uh was funded and it came out for PC and it's uh they got a collected edition which is the the three games that came out of it Shadowrun Returns, Shadowrun uh Hong Kong and uh Shadowrun something other. I can't remember what the last one is called, but but there was three and it was came in a three pack and so I got it for sale on um on one of the PSN sales. So I got it and then I started playing the first one cuz Shadowrun Returns is the first one in the trilogy um although i think they're loosely connected and um it's what you would expect for like a mid 2000 um rpg you know from a from a smaller studio um it is a tactical rpg meaning it's uh more in lines of xcom which is actually i was not expecting that i thought it was like a one of those um i knew it was an action rpg and i knew it wasn't a turn-based action rpg i thought it was more of a I don't know, I wasn't sure what I was expecting.
2: You're expecting you know, more of a divinity two or like something. Kinda like that
1: nature? Kinda like that, where where, but it's but it's but it's more it's it's more rudimentary than that. And I think that's it's a it's an it, entry level is the the the, the bar, barrier to entry is very, very low in it. And I think it's just because of the systems that were put in place. You know, um all the all the classes are there from the tabletop RPG. And uh the systems are fine um you you have two action points uh, per character and then you can either shoot a gun, punch someone, you know, or activate a spell or an ability and that's one action point and then you can move or if you don't move, you get two action points to attack or do your moves and then and then your specials there's no mana bars or anything like that your specials or stuff are just on a cooldown. so it's really kind of easy to to play and the the, the AI is not terrible, you know. They do they, they do flank you, and stuff. Um, and uh it's not a bad it's not a bad game. Um, it's it's very basic as far so far. I, I'm still in the the opening opening uh, bits of the game, but it's a pretty straightforward revenge tale. Like you know, one of your friends you know dies, and you have to find out who killed him and and go to Seattle, and and that's kind of where it takes place. And you get you know various different um clues and and various different uh option or dialogue trees to do certain things and so uh, actually it's, it's not that bad so and if this is how the first one is i'm really wondering how the other two because they basically just built on it each one so so I'm, I'm excited um i definitely will will play more of it um uh, To my knowledge, I think this is the weakest one of the three, and that's just because it was the first one. Um, So we'll see. So I'm definitely going to uh, play more of it and see how it goes. Uh, The second game that I played, which was funny because uh, when I went to I I went to Fresno uh, on Wednesday and I hung out with Joe, I'm rearranging my uh, my game room office space and i had a shelving unit that uh, i gave to joe so i you know drove down there and you know hung out with him and dropped it off and we we were he was watching the 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 game cuz he's a huge baseball fan so we were watching the game and i saw we, we he's watching it on his computer and i was um i was going through a steam library and king of fighters 98 ultimate match final edition came up and i was like ooh so uh joe and i played a couple of rounds of that and i was like wow I, I i i won some he won some i was definitely out of practice i haven't played with those characters in so long some of the characters i definitely remembered their moves ken capuan was always has always been one of my favorites so i definitely knew how to use uh, his moves um so that was fun playing uh playing with him and then just, we just really just kind of played around and, and really had some fun. It was it was definitely uh, a throwback uh, to to Joe and I's uh, matches when when we were living together and, and hanging out a lot a lot more regularly. So that was definitely fun. Um, how was your experience uh, playing that game against me, Joe? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. I enjoyed myself. It was uh,
2: quite a bit of nostalgia and i love fighting games and so you know it's a point that that's something i will probably talk more in in my section and we have another little addition we'll talk about later about fighting games in general too as well so well, yeah,
1: so why don't you why don't you continue on? because those are the only two things that i played um i didn't i ended up not playing a uh, monster hunter uh this week so why don't you continue on
2: Yeah, um, as far as, yeah, I played King of Fighters 98 Ultimate Match Final Edition. I'm kind of curious to see if it's available on PSN because I do own it on Steam on there. So, but uh, it's just a point that, uh, you know, I do own quite a bit of King of Fighters games anyway. I mean, I have King of Fighters 15 in my backlog, which, you know, is getting a uh, update coming up as far as uh, there's like a free-to-play version of that game coming out for people to try, so that might be a thing to do on there, but keeping on the fighting game tip, uh, yeah, me and John BT, we wound up uh, at the end of our game night uh, playing some Soul Calibur 6. Oh, wow. For a bit, and uh, we fired that up. In fact, it wasn't part of game night. We were just playing together on Friday, I forgot. Yeah, me and John got together on Friday, and we were playing Monster Hunter for a bit, but we wound up firing up and playing some Soul Calibur 6, and Man, it was crazy jumping back into Soul Calibur because I haven't played Soul Calibur in a a bit. I think the last one I really played was, I played five for a minute, but I really didn't dedicate too much time to it. And so um, firing up six, it just brought back some strong memories of uh, playing, you know, obviously the original Soul Calibur on uh, Dreamcast on there which is what the sequel to soul edge and then uh, of all the other soul calibers that came out then from there two three four so on and so forth so um i talked about a little bit with john on thursday and then a little bit uh with him on friday but uh, we are going to be doing a um a gaming vessels basically a game night for fighting games Uh, it's our monday night scrub fest on here because you know i'm just a bunch of just a bunch of Shoto scrubs over here, you know, but uh, uh, we're going to, you know, get together at Mondays at 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern time. I know you usually have Monday Night Magic, Des, but uh, if you're able to join us, that'd be great too, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, I might be able to in some days.
2: Yeah, for sure. And then I went to Nick's yesterday and partaked in his arcade a bit, and so um, he just got a updated CPS-2 board. Basically, if you don't know what CPS-2 is, it's uh, one of the major boards from Capcom uh, for coin ops. on there that had a lot of uh, games, mainly fighting games, but other games as well on here. And he got a particular thing uh, that was able to load all of the CPS-2 ROMs on it, including some CPS-1 ROM hacks as well on there so and so i played off of that uh, machine is uh, i played a bit of street fighter alpha 3 which i quite enjoyed you know i i don't know how you guys feel about the alpha games one two and three i know a lot of people look fondly at alpha 2 but i do like alpha 3 quite a bit just because of the uh, character roster because there's more characters in that particular title on there and i kind of like the graphical style of that game as well i know some people were kind of put off got a little bit too cartoony to to in their taste
1: but uh, that was what really worked in its favor for me i actually really thought rise looked great as a game i liked all of all of the all i liked all of the uh installments of rise you mean alpha you mean sorry alpha yeah sorry i'm still thinking about monster hunter (laughs)
2: yeah so um so i played a bit of that i played like um finished the game with ken finished the game with ryu played a little bit of uh God, Sodom, of all characters, you know. Um, and Nick's joystick was pretty good because I was doing the you know, 360 grapple move and whatnot with it. So also loaded up on that same machine some Vampire Savior. So I'm a big fan of Dark Stalkers, and it's just like uh, I used to play quite a bit of Vampire Savior back on the Saturn. I mean, that was one of my tentpoles because that game was just a beast running on that four-gig RAM cart on there back in the day on the saturn so i mean i still have it i mean i could fire up my saturn at any point in time and play that version but uh uh, playing it in nick's arcade pretty cool um i also got to check out he recapped this neo geo um cabinet and so the monitor's looking a lot cleaner and he bought a um kind of aliexpress bootleg of uh, samurai showdown 5 perfect which is the ultimate version of samurai showdown five that for whatever reason never got issued on an mbs cart on there or an a, uh, a, aes cart either uh, either a home or arcade port for that game that game eventually got brought out on the samurai showdown collection that's out for modern consoles now which i also have on there basically it's just a better version of samurai showdown five on there and so it's uh it was fun to play it's just kind of weird because uh, i played a i played a ton of the prior samurai showdowns and i guess for whatever reason the um the fierce the like fierce punch or slash i should say uh was accomplished by pressing a and b together and i didn't know that at the beginning and uh the d button actually the c buttons for kick on the neo geo control panel for that game and then the d buttons do you could actually do a faint, um you could do a, a, a evade on there and this is like kind of interesting because they actually had a new button with that particular version of samurai showdown that, that kind of adds some gameplay elements to it as well so so so, kind of curious. I, I did boot up uh, Samurai Showdown 5 Special on my PlayStation, but I do have access to Samurai Showdown 5 Perfect. So, wouldn't mind taking a look at that, you know, kind of checking that out and going from there on that. So, as far as games I played throughout the week, you know, I had my week off. But, you know, lo and behold, do you think I played anything different than what I promised to play? No, because... <laughs> I want to play more Monster Hunter Rise, so that's what I did. In fact, I was kind of running out of things to do a bit, so because at least the last time I checked, I think I'm Hunter ranked like 157. So, and so I, I got a couple things done. I'm kind of going on a little bit of a trophy run with Monster Hunter, and I wanted to like grab some things. So, I think I talked about last episode, I wanted to go and pick up all the relics. I wanted to picking up all the relics in the game know, so far, uh, there's probably be some for some break. i to check out Then from there. Um, and so I got that trophy. And then uh, another trophy I saw in the list on my dashboard was uh, to catch all the different varieties of fish in the game. So, Oh, Lord. <laughs> so I spent a lot of my time going out. And it's stupid because in the game itself, there's no way to track um, the different versions of uh, different variety of
1: fish that are available. That's surprising. I thought they would be in your um, in your little workbook or whatever.
2: Yeah, no, it wasn't. So um, that Mm -hmm. particular website that I've been going to, Game Mm Eight, they had a particular web page where it had like convenient check boxes.
1: (laughs) Well, that's nice.
2: So yeah, uh, there was just two main areas that the fish were available in, and so it's just it was like a fifteen minute thing, and it's got. Oh, you got uh, it. Oh yeah, I got the trophy. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, you know, I actually um, found a good use for the dung bombs because I'd be sitting here fishing and then a the monster would come in the zone I'm at and it's like, no, don't bother me, I'm trying to fish here. And so I had to like bust out the dung bomb, and go back to fishing, you know. So <laughs> wow, it's about throwing throwing poop at a at a uh, you know a and telling him to go go f off basically. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's funny. Yeah.
2: I also I, I went ahead and I created a uh, dual blades kit as well as far as because uh, I kind of took the same like you know um, val Valstrex set or actually I, I'm not using the Valstrex I one piece of Valstrex armor on this twin dual blade setup, but uh, I pretty much uh, took its it seems like everything that's uh, high affinity is always based on the Narga Narga Nargakuga um yeah you know our uh weapon arc on here so it's just like Kuga, twin blades on there and um, i'm actually enjoying the twin blades quite a bit you know it's kind of very very phonetic on here i've just been trying to tweak with the switch skills to kind of get a style that i like with the, that weapon so so and i might look up between now and sunbreak um as far as looking to see if i could find a um, switch axe set that I could kind of go with as well. And kind of maybe instead of, you know, like when we're really grinding and rise, we're trying to get like, you know, every elemental like weapon known to man, you know, I need to have an ice and the water and the fire and, you know, whatever else dragon and all that stuff. I'd rather just look at the best weapon in the set for affinity or other perks and then go from there that maybe vary my play and mix it up with some, Going back and forth between, you know, uh, Lance and great sword, And, you know, now that I have dual blades and then maybe mix in uh, some Switch acts. I think that will just kind of give me some variety why I play the same game every same damn week. So. Play what you love, buddy. You know it. I play a little bit more of Hogwarts Legacy as well. So, you know, I got my Pada on. My Pada. So. Failed to realize that, you know, the last time I played it, I was still in the opening tutorial area on there. So I kind of I don't know about you, Des. I kind of got um, um, like a little bit uh, like kind of pissed off <clears throat> with the camera angles in that game yeah? You know, because I was in the opening tutorial area where you're basically finding these uh, statues that are coming to life. And I felt that I could not see them coming from the back of me, the way the camera was set up and stuff. So
1: That's why your head blinks. Is that what the reason for yeah. the head blinking for? Yeah. Is that that can, it's like Batman. That way you can, you have this sixth sense that tells you, hey, it's just happening off screen. And so you just kind of hit the block. And then you're able to block it. So, yeah. So, I, I mean, I get what you're saying, but that's definitely why it's that way. So.
0: yeah
2: I mean I was in what vault 12 at the beginning of the game yeah. on oh. there and so I just I just felt the uh, uh, it should have uh, maybe have panned out the camera a little bit more on there and so that way I could see everything moving around or you know something I need to adjust to so now obviously I haven't encountered any further like activity with the game I basically went to uh, uh, Hogwarts and I picked my uh you know house. Mm-hmm. on there and then from there and I'm at that section of the game at the moment so What house did you get? Uh kind of picked I'm I'm not familiar with Potter because uh can you name off
1: the houses? Uh Slytherin, Hufflepuff, Gryffindor oh. and uh Ravenclaw.
2: Okay. Yeah, I think I was supposed to go to Slyther whatever at the Slytherin. beginning. Slytherin. Yeah. But I said no, I'll be Hufflep- Hufflepuff instead. So
1: I can see you being a Hufflepuff. Yeah. I could see a big uh, buff. <clears throat> I went Ravenclaw, so.
2: I felt like.
1: You uh, have no idea what I just said.
2: <laughs> no, I don't, actually, because I'm not up in the Potter lore, so, you know. Do you understand any of this, Kevin? Are you up on the Potter? Absolutely not. Nope. Potter.
1: You down with the Potter?
0: No, I, I'm like, not down with uh, the Potter. not down with the Potter.
1: Sorry. Don't, don't got it. mm oh, you never
0: pee pee? This never appealed to me. Yeah.
1: It's fine.
2: You know, I'm gonna continue to hack at it. I know I only have like a couple more weeks from the library. If I don't like finish it per se or get further along, it's something to where I just know uh, at least I gave it a shot, and I could always yeah. go back to it when it's like fifteen twenty bucks. You know, um, yeah. you know, or you know, maybe if I become more familiar with the Potterverse, maybe it'll have a little bit more appeal to me. You know, so
0: the book you know, should be readily available at the library.
2: Yeah. They're quick reads. Are they? Mm-hmm. Whether I want to read them or not is all older thing, but uh, it just Yeah. Depends. Like
1: yeah. Cool. yeah. the of movies. Uh, Are the movies decent? Uh yeah, they're decent for what you get. I mean they the um they gloss over uh a lot of stuff because you just can't put all of it into the um
0: into the movies
1: so they yeah. so they distill it down. But what they put in the movies is really good. I mean I enjoyed what I saw, so and you might get a chance to relive it all again if HBO Max makes it a TV series. So, so there you go. put that on the WB, the WB. no,
2: <laughs> CW,
1: <laughs> no, WB, no. So,
2: all right, well, that's it for me for the playlist. So, Kev, what have you been up to? What you've been playing?
0: Uh, not a whole lot. Um, I have Dead Island Two. Oh. I intended to play it, but you know, I only got as far as the installation because as usual I started I started the installation fairly late and I conked out. So it it's installed, ready to go, but I haven't had a chance to really well not really do anything, do anything at all other than install and update the game. I did, however, uh play some Dead Space remake and i got to a I got to a level uh the um i was about to say the name of the level and i don't remember if this was part of the original i think it was but i don't believe it was as extended as it was in the remake and it's It felt like it felt this is like the first critique I had, real critique I have of the game. That section felt like a whole bunch of filler, like Mm. what you have to do. You have to destroy this uh, this giant monster that's polluting the air inside the uh, Nakamura. And in the in the original game, I think you had to do like two or three things and then you were on to the next section. Well, in this game, they extended it to eight sections in which you're running up to these, uh, di- they, they used to be humans. Now they're just these diseased pods that are just spitting out poisonous gas. You have to stab them with this uh, vaccine that kills them and also uh, reduces the, the, the poison in the air some type of way. So instead of doing this maybe three times, four times, you have to do this eight times. And you're only going between maybe two or three sections of the same level because the you had like you, you do one part, then you have to free up a section in an elevator, and then you have to go up here and down there and up here and down there. It it, it just really felt like busy work. Everything I had done up to this point felt like I was moving toward the end goal, i.e., just you know, just trying to survive. But this section just felt really, really, really. Um, it just felt busy, like that. Like it's almost as if they needed something to pad this this section with, and inst- maybe the what they wanted to do they didn't think it was a good fit so they just decided to extend this part from what it from what I'm th- rethinking was maybe only two or three actions that you had to take and they turned it into into eight actions that you had to take you had to find eight of the you know formerly human uh crew members stab them with the needle for the vaccine and and it was just it wasn't fun um, there were a lot of small, uh, annoying enemies that come around, and the problem with that is that they del- they reduce your <laughs> they reduce your health because I just got to a point. I'm, I'm, let me just fly past these things, and that works. But okay, man, I, I this has got to be the last dude I need to stab. Nope, you got one. Another one. Nope, you got another one. Nope, you got another one. And I'm running and I'm, or flying past these uh, little annoying enemies because you can't really see them because you're in a in a in a in a, in, the, in the sections that you're in are very dark and the only way that you can see them is if you're aiming your weapon at them and it, you're really going to waste time just trying to hunt them th- those things down because all they're going to do is respawn after a while anyway so it was just a very annoying section and uh i got past it and i'm in another section that's a little bit better but it kind of follows the same kind of the same pattern as the uh the section i just described so i'm just hoping it's not and uh it doesn't overstay its welcome uh, i think that's probably the best way to say it but I also played the Street Fighter VI demo. And I don't know if there was something that I was supposed to do to unlock the online play. But uh, the online was grayed out for me. There were only two characters that were open for play, that being uh, Luke and Ryu. I got a chance to run through uh, Luke's section and I really hadn't given him like a whole bunch of uh, too much consideration when thinking about what what character or characters I was going to start the game with. But actually, Luke is pretty fun to play. I was not expecting him to be as interesting as he turned out to be. Um, he's he's a he's got he's a mid range kind of a mid range fighter. Uh, I've heard a lot of people say he's like Ken and Ryu. I, I don't. He, he he has similar moves, but you can't play him like Ken and Ryu really. Um, his his uh, fireball or whatever he calls a sandblast, If you try to play that like the standard Shoto, you're not going to get very far because it's got variable range. Um, he is um, he depends a whole lot on mid to close range combat to uh to get and he hits he hits like a like a truck. He's got very high damage. And I, I'm kinda thinking about maybe maybe starting things off with Luke. Uh because Ryu and Luke were the only characters available. I didn't get a chance to play any of the other characters that were in the prior uh demo that, that came out not too no, not too long ago. But Luke was pretty fun. Um, and, when you load up, when you load up the game, there's a section where there's a section, I think that takes you to the open world hub. And I think that was great out too, but the, the only thing that you had available to play was local. Um, like I could, I could have started a, like a local match or one-on-one match, but the online was grayed out, and again, I don't know if there was something I was supposed to do, like maybe complete reuse uh, quest, or and it's not really a quest; it's just introducing you to the fighters. Um, but I didn't do that. Uh, you know, it's like I, I already kind of sort of know how to play reuse. So, but the one thing I did, one thing that, that the game does a good job of doing is introducing you to the new mechanics, that being the drive meter. What they call the uh the eight drive because there's eight small little it's one bar but it's comprised of eight sections and that allows you to do your your drive moves and it's kind of you have a drive uh parry which is uh medium punch medium kick hit together and then you have your drive attack which is kind of like an almost like a what I would almost call it like a haymaker move and um it's 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 that's an, that's interesting because it's almost like a rock paper scissors type of deal i wouldn't say it would it would be unwise to throw out the uh, uh, or drive move raw like unless you're unless you're making it part of a combo or you've already got your opponent stunned because you've got too many options available available to you to counter it, like you can do a drive parry, which doesn't take up your drive meter at all, but in fact it replenishes it. Uh, or if someone is throwing one your way, you can counter with another drive move of your own, which is kind of odd because you've as someone is starting the move, you can counter by doing the drive move against it. And the counter seems to, at least that's what the the training section was alluding to. It seems to show that the counter drive is always going to beat out the first executed drive, which just kind of seems a little little odd. Uh, I don't know if it's character specific. I don't know if some characters have quicker counters than others. But it, it's it's interesting, but I'm I'm really gonna it's really going to be uh, interesting to see how that mechanic kind of plays out. In my opinion, just from what I what little I experienced in the demo, I see the drives as being um, basically like a counter move to people who are just throwing them out raw, or perhaps a defensive motion, like perhaps you. Uh, were hit by a normal and the recovery is enough for you to maybe uh, kind of like almost it kind of almost like a combo breaker from a Killer Instinct be a way to interrupt like maybe a slower moving uh, a harder hitting normal as part of a combo. Maybe you can do something like that with certain characters. Uh, but anyway, but I am definitely looking forward to digging more into that game it, it it looks pretty it look it's very well animated um very even more so than than 5 uh the character models are vastly improved over 5 which and i thought 5 was better than 4 but i didn't think it was that much better they the characters don't are still kind of car, are still cartoonized for sure but they don't look like uh, like stuffed build-a-bear marionettes anymore. I'm I'm glad they went away from that from that art style for sure. I'm always going to be team hand-drawn for for every fighting game mm-hmm. that I play. But uh, Street Fighter 6 does look impressive, and I I, I got to give the 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 RE engine is definitely doing its work uh, in this game. So uh that is really all i played uh this week really really just kind of makes me uh, well i mean i'm going to get the game anyway but i just kind of wish i would have been able to take part in that first uh that that first demo of street fighter 6 i would have liked to have uh tried out some of the uh some of the other characters they had available in the roster but uh, uh maybe way, they'll I'm open
2: up care. later or something you know i'll have the look maybe we'll do some research and whatnot you know
0: so yeah, but it, it, I'm it, I'm very, I was very happy with, with what what I was able what I did play uh with Street Fighter Six demo. So that's really gonna do it for my games of the week. So that's gonna transition us transition us over to our next topic on the docket, that being our main event. <music> All right, Dez, you got the mic, bro.
1: All righty so for this episode's main event question we asked what's your opinion on the new rumored playstation handheld when is portable gaming viable for you do you have a need to play do you have a need or like to play in other places such as coffee shops or on a train plane bus automobile uh bedroom bathroom uh let us know your thoughts and we will discuss it on episode on this episode um so John B. T said, uh, at first I thought this was pretty dumb. When I thought of games like Monster Hunter Rise and how uh throwing on a fifteen and how throwing on a fifteen minute now and then would be nice. So maybe I'll consider it. If it runs retro games, I'm in. Hashtag jailbreak. Okay. <laughs> uh and Rin says, I've always um loved portable consoles because it allows me to sneak in a lot more gaming than i would normally without it and then i feel it's always been super comfortable to play in bed or just having the ability not to have a tv to play certain games some of my favorite experiences are definitely playing some rpgs and fighting games on there because i can just get some extra practice in whenever and continue games Uh, Whenever I have the time without the commitment of needing to use a mainline kind of console or completely uh, focus myself uh, to to completely focus myself in. Uh, John BT responded again and says, uh, personally, I only use my Switch portable when I'm on a plane. It's honestly too big, though, and I think this would be a problem with the PlayStation option. I miss having something the size of a PSP, which is truly portable. Now they're like giant screens with controllers attached, just not for me, but I'm sure there's a market because I know some people only play switch portable and I have to agree with John on that one. Um, I have the switch portable I bought that and I played it for quite a long time actually and and I enjoyed playing it portably like that but I do have to agree the the giant not giant but the but the horizontal screen with the side things on the sides. Um, it isn't comfortable after a while, and, and I don't know how um, to make it better. I did buy a, a controller. Uh, well, it's a dock station where you can put a, um, a pro contr- uh, um, Nintendo Switch Pro controller and then has a screen on top of the controller. And I play it like that because you're actually using a, an actual controller with it, and it's all uh, Bluetooth. Uh, seamless seamless bluetooth and i play that and it's actually pretty fun it's a little bulky um but the way that you use you can put the screen uh makes it really really nice and as a nice little carrying case i got it last year at uh pax and it's actually not bad to be completely honest it's not bad and that's one of the ways that i play um the uh the switch in handheld mode but but playing it Playing it like the 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 normal way, I don't know. Something about that is kind of is kind of cumbersome. So I really do hope that they do that. If they do come out with a new PlayStation one, that it is actually um, it's actually like like a Vita almost. You know, the smaller, nice small form factor. Because it seems like they're just getting. Chunkier and bigger, and that's kind of one of the reasons why I didn't want to get the uh, Steam Deck. Is it's is it's it looks kind of chunky, and I don't want another like chunky boy to kind of to kind of run around with, you know, in my pocket and and in my in my um, backpack or whatnot. I just don't. It just doesn't feel. Um, it just doesn't feel good to 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 hold in my hands for long periods of time. So that's just kind of with with that speaking of the uh steam deck uh goonie replies i'm really enjoying my steam deck for indie games especially uh roguelikes uh, where single sessions are under an hour i can understand that totally uh, i would find it hard to find a reason to pick up another handheld device given my switch is already gathering dust and there's that too uh so main. I also mainly play Sony first party games and bigger AAA titles on my PS5 hooked up to my 4k TV getting another 15, 20 minutes with one of those games would not be worth a severe drop in visuals. That's a, that's a very good point. And I, that's what that alludes to what Kevin was talking about last week, you know, in in the facts that like, if you were to get a PS5 sort of handheld device, you know, what is it worth it to have those drops in visuals and yeah i I think you know I, i personally don't think it's worth it so and then finally we're going to either end up with a streaming device that will rely heavily on on having a good internet connection which really limits where you can use it or we're getting a new iteration of the vita vita which will split sony's focus between two different platforms Three, if you count vr and given how PS5s have been flying off the shelves, that seems counterproductive. Yeah, I think those are all really good points, Goonie. Uh, so Kev, what are your thoughts about about a portable a portable system for the uh, for PlayStation? Do you think it's needed? Do you think it's not needed? Do you think they should just let portables, you know, be handled by 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 Steam and not worry about
0: it? Um. I, I don't. I honestly don't think it's it's needed in the in the PlayStation in the PlayStation ecosystem right now. There, unless this thing could be like a PS the the second coming of PSP or even the PS Vita where it, it's actually being supported, then the and I, I don't I don't think it's really worth it's really worth the effort. If this thing is a streaming a streaming device in which it is, uh, and I I do like the idea behind it because it's an, it's another means of building value into your into the console. You have to have a PS5 in order to use this device, assuming that the the rumor is true, and it's going to stream from your PS5 to the device using the internet. Okay, that's that's great because you're it's another layer that add, that builds in the necessity for your, your bread and butter that being the console but unless this thing is un, is is under 200 bucks really i'm thinking it should be 150 or less then it, there, i don't see how you could how it's going to have any kind of success in the market it really has to be a device that can be considered an impulse buy it has to be priced in that range. It, and the more I think about it, I think the price should should even probably even be lower than 150 bucks because mm. it almost really because the way it's described uh, is as a dual sense with a big old LCD in the middle, and I'm seeing that being like. A hundred and fifty, a hundred, maybe like a hundred and thirty bucks, at the most. Yeah, I, I know I said a hundred and fifty before, but I even think that's too high. Otherwise, then you, you, the all, the only other option that I think would be viable would be to take a look at the PS Vita and the PSP, and what made those cons those uh, systems so great primarily being the the reason why the Vita failed was the lack of lack of first-party support and I just don't see I just don't see Sony going that route again because it's you know right now the PS5 is like Goonie was saying is flying off the shelves PSVR 2 is uh is is moving units it is a niche product so it is not going to be selling in the amount of numbers that the, the primary console is, but it, it is selling. Uh, it would, I, I don't think putting out a portable that has its own eco, that would need to have its own ecosystem, its own games. I mean, it of course, I would think it would be smart to allow those those portable games to be purchased through the PlayStation Store uh I don't think there's a need to separate the two the two stores but man that's that stretching yourself kind of thin to, in, in order to do it correctly and then have it it would have to it have it would have to run it would be a requirement for that dedicated portable to run off of the standard the industry standard for storage media that being the the SD and that means that you're subject to pirate to uh, jailbreaking, and it was the jailbreaking that broke the PSP's <laughs> uh, viability. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I kind of feel that it, it that the best move is that this is all rumor and conjecture, and not not none of this stuff is going forward. That's and, the hope. Yeah. And and my and for my own for my own per, personal use case, I just don't have the I just don't have the time to be involved in portable gaming. There was a time uh even in my current job where I had that that available to me, but that's not the case anymore. And I, and when it's time to relax and time to play some games, I would just rather sit in front of my TV and grab a controller as opposed to picking up a portable
1: there, there, you have it. Um, uh, Fred French from uh, from Twitter writes, "I'm done with any handheld gaming system. I tried playing the Switch handheld mode, but when you're older, those screens are just too small. Go big or go home." <laughs> so, so uh, Fred French is kind of, kind of, kind of on your on your wavelength, huh, Kev? It's kind of like you know, I just, I just, I got other things to do. You know, I got I got other things to do. I don't need to be, you know, sitting over there, you know, looking, trying to squint in and like, ah, what can I see? So, (laughs) you know, so uh, for that, I can kind of understand what he's saying. You know, it's like I need more. I need more. So. uh, (laughs) All right, Joe. So you got the definitive word on this. So. So what are your thoughts? I know with someone who has had most handheld systems. You know, uh, what are your thoughts on it?
2: It just depends what it is. If it's just a streaming device, I don't have a need for a streaming device personally. Nope. You know, I have two PlayStation 5s. So I'm a little bit excessive over here. I got multiple screens I could play on. Uh, if I'm on the go, I'm not thinking about playing. I used to you know, bring my 3DS everywhere, my DS those are portable enough. I could put them in in, like, if I'm wearing cargo pants or something, I'm not going to shove a PlayStation device in a a pocket of some sort, you know, on there. So it's going to have to be to where, um, I have a need for this. You know, if I have a fan, you know, I've like my fellow host on GH radio, which I don't know if we'll ever record again, but, um, Alfred, (laughs) you will, Uh, um, Basically, he uses a lot of the remote play instance for both PlayStation Xbox, you know, because he's looking to play while people have the TV where the console sits occupied. You know, they're watching TV or doing something else on there. So I could see a need there. Now, if it was totally a new platform and they're developing games strictly for the portable, uh, I would definitely be interested, you know, because I like smaller games and especially if they made this more of a Japanese-focused portable, meaning for that particular market, there might be games on that system I actually, you know, would be very interested in. So it just depends on where they're going to angle this device to and and what markets are going to be the primary markets for it, you know? So, you know, I just have to see what exactly it is and kind of go from there, you know? I, I have no desire to get, like, a cloud Device to play games on the go. I could easily play Remote Play on my Steam Deck if I really wanted to play PlayStation games on the go and do it that way. On there, I don't think the U.S. internet um, infrastructure is really built for a device like this yet. I know I could I could see where it could work in Japan. You know, they have much better internet there than we do here. Um, obviously, they got less territory to cover, <laughs> you know, so. You know, but it's going to take a very big hurdle, meaning, get, you know, getting rid of Comcast and AT&T and whoever else Cox, you know, and wherever your I- internet service provider is and uh, make it so to where everyone has fiber, you know, and until that kind of reaches fruition. You know, this is kind of just, I think uh, Sony's engineers are just trying to keep busy, I could say, you know. Yeah. You know, I could see other rumors out there like there's a possible PlayStation Five Pro coming out too, you know, we'll have to see about that. Yeah, I'm more be more interested in that versus a handheld device in my opinion. But uh you know, if I'm gonna see like, you know, Soul Sacrifice Two and like uh Freedom Wars, you know, two or something like that, you know, but I, I doubt that's ever gonna happen. <laughs>
1: you know, so I agree. Yeah. all right then so um who knows uh all we know is that it's just a rumor at this point and until uh something more definitive comes out uh your guess is as good as mine with regards to a playstation portable um i i don't know if it's necessary um because i think for them it would be a step back i think the main thing is is how it's going to look um because if they're able to cram some really good looking hardware in it and it looks fantastic, then it just shows, it'll just show up all the other handheld systems. And, and I think it's going to, I mean, people say it probably won't, but I think it'll look really bad for Nintendo. If, if, if Sony's out here, you know, putting out, you know, gorgeous handhelds. So, so they gotta, they gotta come with it. So, but who knows? Um, I do know that once it comes out, Joe will have it and we'll we'll review it. So, so just stay tuned for more. Um, so, uh, thank you to everyone who took the time. Uh, always at the end, Kevin will give another special shout out to everyone. Thank you so much. Uh, but our main event question for number two oh seven is huh, this is a funny one because I have a pretty good story that I can't wait to share for you share with you. But it's, uh. have you ever played hooky or lied to get out of something so you could play a game or play more games? No judgments. We just want funny stories. Let us know your stories, stories and we will share them on episode 207. So come on. It could be when you were a kid. It could be now. It could be something from, you know, you parents out there, you know, uh, making a play date, you know, and, and forgetting to pick up your kids, <laughs> you know, because you want to play games or just saying, you know, okay. Hey, Maybe you should stay over at that friend's house overnight so I can get some more some more uh, some more fighting in fighting games in. So again, no judgments, just funny stories. So please share share something with us. We'd love to ha- we'd love to hear from you. And with that, you know what time it is. It's the Jabroni game news.
2: All right, thank you, Dez. And uh, first As thing always. I want to leave... Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that excellent main event. Uh, First thing I want to talk about is what Kevin talked about in his playlist is that Capcom did have a Street Fighter event. Uh, I haven't watched the video yet, but um, I'm going to go and see if I could cue that up. Uh, Did you happen to get a chance to watch the uh, little video that they set up with Lil Wayne?
0: I did. I did. Yeah. Did did. he do a decent job of hosting at least? Yeah, I think he did. I I don't think he's as he really wasn't utilized as much as I was expecting him to be. the The focus was def, definitely the game, and that much is, is he was kind of like c- the guy transitioning from section information section to information section. He really didn't say that much. Uh, you know, he wasn't quote unquote emceeing really. Uh, At least least in my opinion. But I I thought he I thought he did a good job, you know, uh, and the focus was definitely the game. But of course, you know, they used a big time, a big celebrity to grab people's attention to get folks to tune in. But I think once they tuned in, the star was definitely the game. And, And that's a good thing.
2: Good deal. Yeah, the demo did release like in are playing on PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5 in your instance on there, but it is out for both on here. It's also coming out for uh, Series X and S and Steam on April 26th on here. Uh, the demo will let you play the beginning of the world tour mode as well as select modes and fighting ground on here. The world tour lets you create your own character and you'll be able to bring that avatar to the actual game once it's released. On here, and then you're able to s- explore a series of open world areas and learn moves from existing uh, Street Fighter warriors on there.
0: so uh, did you do any of the world to- open world areas, Kev? I did not uh, I want to say that i it it was probably it probably wasn't grayed out, but I just wanted to to get into the actual game because I don't see myself spending a whole lot of time in that area. Um, so I just focused on. On, on the on well, in not even the two characters, just the one character that I that I uh, played. That being Luke. So no, sure. I didn't mess with anything else in the world.
2: Got it. So yeah, you know, you are able to go in and, and modify your avatar, though. You know, I think when I played the open beta, closed beta, I should say, uh, that it was a point that I just created some random like old woman, basically, <laughs> where I was like, you know trolling the arcades with and, and setting up fights and whatnot you know so but if you want to take the time to create your avatar you're able to you know, basically carry the avatar to the world tour mode in the actual game proper on here so dez queue up dez you know because i know you just love creating characters on there so
1: yeah i saw some of the character creator i haven't played the demo but i saw some of the character creators and i was like okay this could be kind of fun um so, yeah, I'll probably end up uh at least uh playing a couple of them to see how it goes. I am sad if I remember correctly, there was no um Dudley, so i am I am sad that they there it doesn't look like we're gonna get um any Dudley for you, kev. I'm sorry, not in the first year for sure. yeah, I know that was someone that you were really looking forward to
0: seeing. So, yeah, I, I well, he's my favorite Street Fighter character. Yeah. so it, it it, you know, they, there's no Yun and Yan either. Yeah, um, which
1: is weird. They have so many rock characters to pull from.
0: Uh, oh well.
2: Well, they did also announce the uh, roster of characters to come t- with Year One, and so they did unveil Rashid is going to be introduced in the summer, followed by Aki in the autumn. Ed in early winter 2024 and in Akuma next spring on here. So all four characters will be included as masters in world tour and also included in the deluxe and ultimate editions of street fighter six on here. I believe the um, deluxe edition of street fighter six is like, I think 84.99, So you're only paying an extra 15 bucks for the four extra characters. So, on there and just for you retail fiends out there um best buy does have a steelbook pre-order available on that so means you're gonna get it right oh it's already pre-ordered it's already done (laughs) it's already done deal buddy (laughs) i was i was already gonna buy the game anyway but uh uh, it's a point that uh you know i had to switch the pre-order from um, gamestop over to best buy because the steelbook so and, and as far as in the um, event, too, they did release a new trailer showing off World Tour gameplay. And they have RPG-like mechanics such as skill trees and consumable items. And you'll actually uh, be able to do avatar battles on here, which basically lets players fight others online using your customized character. So you can actually take your customized character into the brawl online. So,
1: so I mean, do your characters level up or get stronger or do you have like points to strengthen up the characters that you create? Or is it just you kit them out with with a a preset moves from like Guile or or Rue or or Ken or someone and that's it? Or can you actually mix and and match them?
2: I believe you're able to go ahead and because you're basically taking your avatar and learning moves off of different uh, Street Fighter warriors out
1: there. So, yeah. That's pretty cool, then. Think about it.
2: Yeah, because you, know, you take your little, like, you know, ana, you know whatever whatever character you create and basically go in and just create your own moveset. You know, it's kind of crazy to think about it, but, uh, you know, not only are you, uh, you know, playing whatever character you might want to main, but you're actually able to do this world tour mode on there and kind of do uh, and customize your own character, basically, so.
1: I just don't think the main character looks all that good though. He looks generic as hell, so but whatever. That is this Luke guy, that Luke guy?
0: Yeah, it's Luke. Uh he yeah. well, the one on the box. Yeah. I, I don't know if you hell. I don't know if you if Well, they did kinda say at the end of Street Fighter Five that Luke was kind of going to be like the quote unquote main Character or 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 the way they kind of described it was that Luke Luke's abilities in Street Fighter V were going to be the building point for the systems in Street Fighter 6. So I I don't know if he would be considered the main character. Maybe he is in the storyline. I don't know. Uh, but I was actually really surprised as as how fun luke was to play oh okay. so he's definitely going to be one in the consideration uh pile for you know taking on my first mains i, I would i did not expect luke to be as fun as he was
2: okay i'll we'll to see but i'm definitely i downloaded the demo while we're recording right now so i'm gonna definitely give it a go i might give it a go during our uh Monday Fight Night on there just to kind of fire that up and maybe if you want to play a little bit, Kev, if you're up for Monday Fight Night. You can't. You
0: can't. I don't think you can't play online. Yeah. Play think online. I what I saw was local. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. You can't do any online matches.
2: Well, boo. Well, we'll just have to play something else. And mm-hmm. we got a plethora of games to select from, so. All right. And then other news this week, uh, another thing I'll like to mention is that there was an update to Tom Clancy's The Division. I know probably out of the three of us, I'm probably more enthused about this than you two on here, but uh, they basically showed off The Division Heartland and they um, unveiled because uh, they're coming out with a year five for Division Two for <laughs> some reason. This game is not going away. It's still continuing on. You got to kind of give it up to Ubisoft to. Uh, them props for continuing to support game, uh, the game and games uh, for the people that are playing the game still if need be they're still supporting stuff like you know for honor and the crew 2 kind of thing so but uh, what they showed of uh, heart the division heartland is that it is a PvE V P focused game it's a survival uh, action shooter it's set in the rural american midwest town of Silver Creek on here and they did have a deep dive video. A portion of the video surprisingly enough was shown during the Keeley Fest last year and so it looks like they almost like didn't like show everything and they still have this portion of the video because it looks like it's the same damn shot. (laughs) It's kind of crazy but uh, this game has been in development for years now and so it's like you know I'm kind of anxious to see what exactly is going on with it but it seems like they have a small team working on this and um you know i'm hoping it actually gets released because it's like you know a lot of these ubisoft projects um unfortunately wither away and die (laughs) on that between like beyond good and evil 2 um you know you look at x defiant which is in a another closed beta at the moment uh there was another uh kind of looter shooter uh, in the vein of uh, Apex Legends that Ubisoft was working on, they eventually canned, and so you know, I'm eager to see what this is, it is free to play so I don't know it's, from what I read it's that you, if you don't want to do the PvP stuff, you could focus on the PvE stuff and just do the PvE stuff because the PvP stuff is, you know, fighting at night in your quote-unquote dark zone type
1: I'm never going to a dark zone with you again.
2: Oh, you're gonna go to a Dark Zone with me, or you're gonna nope. have the time of your life. Never in the again dark zone with me. Oh yeah. Never again. <laughs> so you, would you play Heartland Death if if you could just play the PvE stuff? Or uh, what do you think I, of it?
1: I would play it if you play it. That's, oh, I'm that's definitely gonna, like, I'm I wouldn't play it. play it. I wouldn't play it by myself. I have no desire to play it by myself. So if I was to play it, you'd have to be all like, you know, hey, let's play it. And I'd be like, oh, okay, you know, but other than that, nope. (laughs)
2: They have have a one big mainline hub to this game, too, which before, you know, if you played Division One to Division Two, you were just basically going to different neighborhoods and there's a hub in the individual section of a a city, you know, in in the hub of the area that you're supposed to be in. But this game does have just one main area where all... Uh, player characters kind of convene that So it's kind of if you want to consider It almost like the tower in Destiny Or something like that It's comparable to
1: that So, so I it's mean kind of, again it's free So that's yeah. kind of why I'm like Well you know it don't hurt nobody Ain't gonna hurt nobody To now, try and play it y'all <laughs>
2: I actually got interested in Division Two fifth fifth year that they talked about. So they have some seasons going on for that. That's going to start in June. Uh, so season one's called Broken Wings. And so <laughs> I'm not going to cue some bad uh, Mr.
0: Mr. What, they don't you. want you to take
2: those broken wings? Nope.
0: Learn to fly again?
2: You ain't going to learn to fly again, Joe? Le- learn to live so free, yes. it's not I mean, for you
1: free. could.
0: <laughs> Until you hear the voices sing. Yep. The Book of Love yeah. is going to open up. Such free, Joe.
2: Of course. Yeah. Players players playing Broken Wings can sample the mode early by participating in a public PC server test, and which was happening over the weekend on here. So, But yeah, they have a new roguelike mode called Descent as well. So season two called Puppeteers will feature a new incursion to take players to a place to confront the cleaners oh my god the cleaners and then season three vanguard will see players return to new york city discover new revelations about aaron keener because you know aaron keener is the big bad in this game He's the baddie guy yep and his new rogues and then season four black diamond will have new story dlc which is to me it's like okay let's put the explanation points because you know after warlords in new york there hasn't been really that much story beads I know what, I think Faylong, Long, no, Long, <laughs> I forgot you the name of the character. Faylong. Long, wow, <laughs> you're all about this, you're all about this uh, Street Fighter. <laughs> I think so, yeah.
1: Faylong. Long, th- wow, that was, a, that was a throwback, dude.
2: <laughs> I'm trying to look up the name of the baddie now that went bad, and there's the no, female it's character. it's
1: Faylong yeah. be Faylong? Long. <laughs> Fey Long's gonna come in. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna have on a bulletproof vo- hoodie <laughs> without a shirt. When <laughs> dragon kicks with bullets, dragon kicking bullets out the sky. <laughs> you can't escape it, Joe. You can't escape it now.
2: I can't escape it. Oh, okay.
1: So that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Fey Long versus you know Aaron Kreeter. Is that the is that the evil guy's name? Aaron Keener. Aaron Keener Aaron Keener I can see it I can see it I'm um, like furiously like, it's okay uh, dude. you can put it in the put it in the uh, on the discord come on
2: okay well continuing on uh yeah um division season four has new story dlc <laughs> Uh, featuring adding new zones, main missions, and a whole new in-game structure. So to me, that kind of has given me a little bit of a uh, uh, wherewithal where I re-downloaded Division 2. And Division 2 oh, is like, you know, like 150 megs on PlayStation. It's
1: like ginormous. Yeah. There, but... Well, they got to make all that room for a long, so... <laughs> <laughs> It's
2: kind of funny. I was sitting here trying to like Google the name of the character that basically is a good character goes bad. It's an Asian character, a female Asian character, and I looked at Ada Wong for some reason. It was like, oh,
1: wrong game there. No yeah, thing. different game, dude. <laughs> close though, but
0: well, close. Yes, wrong game.
1: All righty. So, uh, and you're and you're you're just completely checked out, right, Kev? You're like, oh, no. I'm done. Yeah, I figured.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just couldn't get into the division at all
1: i need to i'm like i i think it's great you know that people are like adding more stuff to these games but it seems like people are just really super scared to make a sequel to anything nowadays it's just like i mm-hmm. guess because you know it's more you gotta add stuff you know you gotta it's just more shit you gotta do and i think people are just like i don't want to do that you know i don't want to have to i don't want to have to uh put marketing or put do another team or any other stuff so i mean i guess i can understand that but at the same time i'm like just come on please you know come on just I,
2: finally, a- I finally found it it's fade uh-huh. law fade law uh, okay not fade uh, long but you, know. you happy <laughs> feel better you can go to sleep now
1: i can go to sleep yes okay i'm glad dude I was worried yeah, about you for a minute there.
2: Speaking of going to sleep, um, the upcoming Star Wars Jedi Survivor is coming out in this next week. And if you happen to buy a physical version, you have to actually download a portion of the game because the physical edition does not contain the entire game on the disc. Huh. So, Well, ain't yeah. that about it bitch. Yeah, according to the digital version of the game, it clocks in about 150 gigs on here. Wait, what? So they decided not to put the game on two discs. They just decided to go ahead and make it a thing where a download is required for the physical release. So, you know, God forbid that, you know, you're just buying a a code opener to download the game when you buy the physical disc. But, for people that want to... Keep the game for archival purposes, you know, because some people will want to maybe if later on, 25 years, you want to play Jedi Coming Cunningham seek hot sequel, you know, you want to bust that bad boy up and, and download it uh, or, you know, install it on your Pl- PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X. You will not be able to play unless you have a uh, connection to the server. If <sighs> the case, so
1: This is so silly to me. It's like, okay. So.
2: Does that kind of curtail any interest that you have on the game or is it a point that you're just going to buy it if you really want to play it?
1: For me? Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to buy it. Like, I want to play it. I like the the first one, but at the same time, while the first one was really kind of cool, I need them to, like... There's got to be a little bit more to it because the one thing that was really struggling with that game was the... uh, The one thing that really struggled with that game was the repetition, and they got super boring. Um, And by that, I mean, you just... Once you got force push, it was easy. You know? Cliff, force push him off. Let's go. You know? And that was it. So, just... I need... I I just need a little bit more. You know? If I'm gonna... If I'm gonna be playing that game. That's the only thing. Like, I wanna play it, but at the same time, I just need a little bit more. So, I mean... Part of me actually thought about going back and playing the um, uh, finishing out the uh, the the last one, because I played I played most of the last one almost all the way to the to the end. It just having to go back and forth to the different planets, you know, and and stuff did did get a bit tedious. But other than that, it really was it really isn't a bad game.
2: So. I will not think maybe give it a shot. I played a little bit of it, but uh, now it's, you know, I think it's on PlayStation Plus and you're able to play the PS5 version yeah. on there. I don't know if next gen or current gen now would uh, make the game any better or not. So
1: I think it's definitely worth playing. That's all I can say is I definitely think that it's worth playing. And if you can get, you know, mileage out of it, well then, yeah, I think it's definitely worth it. Now, again, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it, but I think I might i got pretty far on it
2: yeah i'm not gonna buy a day one though uh, there's no no nothing yeah. telling me i need to buy an ea game day one you know
1: no definitely not because that'll be cheap in no time
2: not as bad as it'd be soft mind you but yeah you know,
1: but it'll be cheap
2: yeah it's not like the game is not going to be hard to find or anything like that yeah. so
1: that's for damn sure
2: and one thing and the next thing I want to talk about is something that you were over my house and we watched it together, which was Nintendo's Indie World presentation on here. So <laughs> So and so there's a
1: few... That was fun because we were like, Whoop, well, that's not a Kevin game. Whoop, well, that's not a Kevin game. Whoop, well, that's not a Kevin game. <laughs> you know, and there were so many people who were just like, you know, of different countries. I was just like so many like you know, Norwegians and Swedish people and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Lots <laughs> of know? games
2: with cats and puzzles and lots
1: of of quote unquote
2: cozy cozy cozy, cozy games. games. Cozy. <laughs> I'm like,
1: well, okay, we got another cozy game coming in. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yep, I just love that. That's get you a, a cup
0: good. of noodles and yep. just just get a blanket on when in November, December, and just kind of
1: cuddle up, settle in
2: your cats yeah. just yeah they have one game that's called the quilts and cats of calico on yep there, so oh, wow. you're able to you're able to quilt together a, um, a quilt <laughs> online and then you're able to um, basically attract adorable cats to your quilt and then you're you able
1: can, to yep, and then you customize can, like, your cat avatar you customize your cats it's just like well <laughs> okay <laughs> i don't know it's just like it looks it looks cute but i don't know like i don't know you know i guess some people like it just shows that there's just different types of players out there you know there's players that are just you know like they just want to they just want a super chill ass time you know they don't want to have to run around and kill people or anything they just want to make quilts and i'm like okay well you do you buddy or, or, ma'am, or Mister, or whatever. You just do. You just do. You, you know, that's that's great. <laughs> I just don't know. It's so weird to me. And they
2: did have some announcements at the show. I will. I'm gonna just go ahead and I think just touch on, and you could kind of add in later, if needed, does if there's something I didn't mention. But uh, sure. They, they showed my time at Sandrock, which I know you were interested in. So like kind of this pseudo sequel to my time at Port.
1: Uh-huh. yeah and basically portia while being an okay game it definitely you could definitely tell that it was it was the beginning of um of them learning how to make that series um and this one as i've i've seen some uh uh gameplay of it um it actually looks pretty fun it is a it is a um a harvesting type game but the cool thing about it is there's quite a bit of um, action in it as well so you can make armor and go out and fight so and i think that's i think the um the the genre of you know creating a uh, what was it what we called creating a farm and growing crops and stuff like that i I think for me personally i think you need some kind of um you need some kind of antagonist for me because it gets super boring if that's just the only thing you do and i think that the the sandrock is going to deliver that in in a much a much better uh way so i'm actually looking forward to it um so we'll see um how it how it goes but I'm definitely looking forward to it so
2: Yeah another game that got announced at the the Indie World was Rift of the Necro Dancer so this is basically <laughs> a, a standalone sequel uh in the same universe as Crypt of the Necro Dancer but it's a rhythm game so yeah. basically you're taking instead of uh top down rhythm based action dungeon crawling action you are going to a guitar hero type lane combat on there so so it looked kinda of interesting. I don't know what you felt about the art style. I think the art style looked pretty unique, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It definitely they're definitely uh cashing in on the on the indie aesthetic and adding more um like it's it's definitely a uh, a crypt of the Necro game, and if you've liked the way those games looked, then you're definitely gonna like the way this looks. Now, are you gonna like the way it plays? I'm not really sure. You have to kind of be a uh, like a uh, Guitar Hero type of type of person um, to really enjoy it. But you know, I think it might. I think it looks kind of fun, but I don't think it's in my wheelhouse. I think it's very ambitious of them to try to do a game like that, uh, because Guitar Hero is is has been out of uh, vogue for a very long time. So I kind of wonder what it's gonna like, what what the recept like how the, what the reception's gonna be like, you know? Because I I don't know if that game or that type of game is is really what people want now. But I think they're definitely. Um, capitalizing on their namesake to try to get some, to try to get some stuff. So, so
2: we'll see. Yeah. Another game announced that kind of has been on my radar a little bit. It's a game called bomb rush Cyberfunk, which is basically from this indie team called team reptile. That, uh, mm-hmm. is basically riffing off of, if you're going to look at this game, it looks like a sequel to jet set radio, basically. It's yeah. Definitely kind of heavily cool. influenced by jet set radio. And, um, you could dance, p- Paint, pull off tricks, and then you're fighting cops. So it's like you basically just call this Jet Set Radio 3 in Wolf's Clothing. Basically, is what it is, mm. on here. And it's coming out for Switch and PC. It's going to be out in August. Uh, there's another game called uh, Rotato that seems like you were
1: familiar with. Desert. Yeah, it's a it's a survivor type game. Uh, uh, bullet hell, bullet heaven type survivor type game where you're basically you. of of avoid uh being touched by the enemies while 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 you're shooting like crazy so yeah you play as a potato basically so yep and you put and you basically put all kinds of stuff on the potato you know that like weapons and guns and fists and hammers and stuff that you run around and and kill stuff so if you've played vampire uh survivors or any of the other or types of bullet bullet hell or bullet heaven type games then you'll be familiar with this
2: yeah, I think a game that you might like, Kev, and I think you posted some news about it in the Discord, uh, was Blasphemous 2 on here. So I don't know if you've checked out the original Blasphemous, but this is a game kind of in the same vein of a, uh, it's a, it's like a similar to a Metroidvania with a lot of Dark Souls influence on here. So like a more harder, like, you know, um, platformer if need be, maybe more akin to a, a very difficult Castlevania type title. On here but uh You know I played a bit of the first game I owned the first game I don't know if either of you two Played that game at all Uh, You know
0: I want to say I played a little bit of it Somewhere I don't own it Uh But the backtracking Kind of turned me off That that much that That much I can remember Um I didn't play very far, but uh, the fact that, oh, you know, I know that, well, there, you can't, I knew there are places that I couldn't, I came across sections that I couldn't get to. I didn't have the skill set to do that. So, it was, okay, so that means I got to go and backtrack to this because there's probably going to be something I need once I get a skill that's going to let me get there. And a whole lot of remembering where these sections are. And it's just, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm just not that gamer anymore.
2: Yeah, I believe believe it's on PlayStation Plus, you know, but it's available in services if need be on there. And Blasphemous 2 is not just Switch exclusive, it is coming out for PlayStation and other platforms as well, so... On here, and then the one other main game that got announced uh, was basically Oxen Free 2, which uh, some people have been looking forward to quite a bit on there. So um, it was announced back in April 2021 and it was originally planned for release last year. But the uh, Oxen Free 2 Lost Signals is going to be coming out for uh, Switch, PS4, PS5, PC, and mobile devices via Netflix because the developer of the game. Actually, got bought out by Netflix uh, in development of Oxen Free 2. So there was some belly aching about that because it, it got announced for everything, but no Xbox for whatever reason. And the first game was prominently featured on Xbox. So take that for what it's worth on there. I think there was some belly aching online about. Why is this game not coming out for Xbox? It's an indie. It should come out for Xbox, so on and so forth. So, it's not like Nintendo has a like a a lock lock on it or anything like that. You know, it's coming out for everything under the sun. It's just um, you probably have to ask the developer and what their bottom line is and why it's not coming out for Xbox. You know, maybe if it's not on Games Pass, it's not worth bringing out for Xbox.
1: (laughs) I mean, maybe who knows at this point yeah yeah but uh
2: any other games on the indie world uh that was shown des that you like to talk about before we move on to our last news topic
1: uh no but there's something that i did want to talk to you about uh remember when i was talk? we were talking about i was telling you about the game um what was it uh the game where it's a rhythm fighter uh Like, like, it's like literally like you're throwing punches at each other and blocking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you remember the name of that? Yeah, it's called God of Rock. And, and I, it made me think of, of you because it's, um, it's a rhythm based fighter in which every, every, um, every beat that you miss is a successful punch on your opponent. Right. And every beat that you get that you both get is a successful block. So it's this sort of like, you know, building up a combo meter and then you build up uh, fighting um, moves. And if you do a certain amount of moves against against your opponent, you basically, you know, knocked him out. So it looks pretty cool. Um, I don't it's not a traditional fighter. So. Uh, It might not be something that is in everyone's wheelhouse, but I thought I would mention it because it's just something that is kind of new in the in the fighter and music space. I think it's kind of cool that they're trying to um, put these mash these two genres together, even if it might not work. So just something to think about. So it's called uh, God of Rock.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at Steam right now. It was released uh, a couple of weeks ago. In fact, last week on the 17th. Oh, it's already time. released.
1: Cool, I didn't realize yeah. it, was already, it was. It had already been released. So.
2: Yeah, it came out the, uh, what, the last week. So it's basically been out for, as of tomorrow, a week on here. Cool. So,
1: so definitely try it out if you're thinking about it. You might well, like
2: it. I'm putting it on my wish list right now. I'm not sure if it's available on console, but... Uh, I don't
1: think so, not yet.
2: It's going to come out for everything under the sun. It looks like PS5, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and Switch. It looks like it came uh, out of Brazil, of all, all yeah. places. So.
1: Yeah, it's from Brazil, and uh, what is it, 40 new tracks, um, 40 original tracks and songs, eight stages, so.
2: That's actually out for console, too. It came 12, out last week.
1: So. 12 different characters, so. I think
2: there's a physical coming out as well on here but that's not going to be out till later so so yeah
1: just putting out there in case people are interested in checking out something new if you do purchase it um and you or you have played it let us know in um in our discord and let us know what your thoughts are
2: all right and then the last thing and last news story i want to talk about i don't know if it's necessarily news per se but uh there was a rumor that was talked about uh, from Jeff Grubb from uh, Giant Bomb on here, I guess, on his latest Game Mess podcast. He commented a couple things about Microsoft. So um, basically, he mentioned something about as far as because uh, they mentioned that um, they're not happy with um, Hi Fi Rush, according to. Oh, yeah. Jeff Grubb heard on this latest episode didn't make the money it needed to make. Now, I don't know if that makes any sense because the game is only available on Steam or Xbox Games Pass. It's like there's no physical version of the game. People have been asking for a physical version of this game, but they were not bringing out anything besides the places that it's currently available on here. This got enough attention where Aaron Greenberg, vice president of Xbox... Uh, on there made a small statement on Twitter uh, refuting the comments on here. And he basically went on and said that on Twitter, he said, Hi-Fi Rush was a breakout hit for us and our players in all key measurements and expectations. We couldn't be happier with what the team at Tango Gameworks delivered with the surprise release. We're going to roll that
1: back, folks. (laughs) And
2: (laughs) Jeff Grubb, when told of the statement, says, "Okay, I'm fine. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> That's what he's had to say about that. So, obviously, he didn't want to sit there and argue what he maybe has heard through his own sources, if need be. But he also made a statement too at the same time about uh, what Microsoft's feelings about Xbox and what he's heard is that Microsoft isn't pleased with the things, how things look for Xbox right now. And this is what Jeff Grubb said: I could tell you they are not. They're upset. We're just trying to diagnose it a bit, right? And, you know, they didn't release a first-party game last year at all. And if that doesn't affect you, uh, if you always have something to play again, that's awesome. But a lot of people do regret buying their Xbox.
1: do oh, <laughs> so, you,
2: you say that out loud? said that out <laughs> loud, yes. This is Jeff Grab. Oh, this news damn. comes on the heels of revelation that Xbox Series X and S sales have fallen year over year. While the PlayStation Five continues to carry the console sales market,
1: so. Yeah, he, he, so, he ain't invited to the cookout no more. <laughs> yeah, he's telling too many secrets.
2: And um, you know, it's kind of crazy that you know the you know, Windows Central had an opinion piece uh, from Jez Corden, which you noted Xbox fanboy. You're one of the uh, Xbox fanboys of the fanboys. You know, not as bad as maybe uh, you know. Uh, dealer or who else, um, God, I'm trying to think of the other guy's name, Colt Eastwood, but, uh, he had a very critical article about the state of Xbox and, and, you know, I, he made some decent points. I posted it in our discord and, uh, they basically was, he was just making the point that Xbox seems like they're expanding, you know, horizontally, meaning that they are making Xbox, content available on more places like cloud and, um, you know, mobile devices, you know, so on and so forth, but they're not actually concentrating on the console experience, it seems like, Uh, you know, they made a point that people are complaining about the dashboard filled with ads, you know, they're making the point that there's no games coming out that are exclusive for the platform for the most part on here, and so... Um, you know, they're making a lot of points that Microsoft has a big hill to climb to get its momentum back in the console market on here. So seems like they're very open about expanding the PC and mobile on here. And they're even bringing out exclusive PC games, Flight Sim, Age of Empires, you know, a bunch of different games and so it's kind of, you know, if you listen to this podcast, it's kind of common themes we talked about with Xbox, it seems like. And so I think other people out there, including people that are proponents of the Xbox platform, are not too happy with the way things are at at the moment. And the funny thing is, it sounds like Microsoft isn't happy with Xbox, (laughs) its division, either. So, you know, surprise, surprise. So we'll have to see in the months... You know, rest of this year, see what happens and go from there. I'm hoping Redfall is a hit for the people that, you know, want to experience that game. And Starfield you know, manages to launch in a decent, great state. And we'll see with all the games they announced uh, last year if they'll show more <laughs> coverage or not. You know, it's like they announced a bunch of games, but we don't really know much about them. Like, you know, what's, what's the game from. Uh, Obsidian, I think, avowed, right? Yeah, avowed. Yeah, I have no, no little to no information about that game. They had another game, uh, I think, what Counterpoint, if I can remember the name of the game. Oh yeah, the the, the, the one that's the... from the um, Avalanche Software, the people that did Just Cause, they're doing yeah. like a treasure like multiplayer game, and we haven't seen nothing about that game either. You know, and of course, you know, we talked about what the uh, they quadruple a team at the coalition, whatever they're working on. I heard whatever they're working on, got canceled and they're working in making another gears title for some reason. So, so I know Kev, I don't know if you have anything to add about this, but it's kind of just rinse and repeat what we've talked about on this show before.
0: So I don't know if you have anything else to add really. So, Well, I mean, it, it's, it's rinse and repeat, but the same things that, uh, were mentioned in this article Jez has been trumpeting Them since the introduction of Game Pass Yeah So there's so much irony There And whenever people uh, Who are Honest to goodness Xbox fans who Made comments Or made statements Who have and I'm talking about people who have some kind of big footprint big is a relative term on social media these individuals were ostracized oh you're just hating oh you're just doing hate click bait you know click baiting oh you're just doing this oh you're just doing that and everybody just rolled with the program because phil is a likable dude now as the chickens, you can't say the chickens have come home to roost. The, them chickens been roosted. <laughs> Y'all just now starting to smell the chicken shit in the in 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 the shed now, and because you're not getting the games that you thought, and you're seeing this push toward cloud, and you're seeing this push toward PC, and you're sitting here having spent five hundred dollars on the world's most powerful console when it seems that all of the third party games that are coming out for it seem to be performing better on the quote unquote less powerful console that Whoa. being the PS five,
1: which well they just real quick, real quick. You know. That it's just the it's just the world's powerful streaming device. I mean, let's be completely honest with this. You know, these folks were 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 sold a bill of goods that's just not it's it's just it's just not there. You know, and and I, I was very shocked. The one thing that Joe said that shocked me was there was no first party games that came out last year, and that really took me by surprise because I was like, "There's got to be at least
0: one, right?"
2: Uh, Pentiment came out, so but you know, but
0: come not... on, that's not that came out in December, wasn't it? But that's yeah, not it a, December, yeah. That's not
1: a that's not a game that you buy a five you know plus hundred dollar uh, system for.
0: No, that is an uh, like, uh, no. uh, indie indie title. It's yeah, not like no. But you know, we've been I you know, I I've been saying this, so a whole a whole bunch of people have been have been saying this already. The problem with Xbox is that the community doesn't speak up. And I'm talking about the people that actually care. You know, the I care to a certain extent because when I think of Xbox, I'm thinking the original, I'm thinking Mm -hmm. the 360. Yep. Even with the red rings of death, it was still the platform that I played most of my games on.
1: Yep.
0: And the things that Microsoft used to do, everything was attached to the console. It was the console pushed first. Then when they decided, OK, we're going to transition to PC, even then, that would have been cool if you're making it equal aqua- across the board. But then when you start putting out games for PC, not bringing them over to the console, and then you're pushing this move for cloud, and then your biggest, one of your biggest games shows like a joke, that being Redfall, it looks like something you would play on a tablet. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just not a good. It's just not a good look, and that doesn't take anything away from the series. I'm 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 only speaking from the series X. I'm not even considering the series S. Uh, with my argument, that's not taking anything away from the series X as a, as a console. It's a good kit. It's not as good as PS5 from an engineering standpoint, that's why the PS5 tends to outperform it in frames per second. And if there is a benefit that the Series X has, it's in resolution. But even that is not, it is, you know, if you're looking at a 4K TV, it's going to be fairly, it's going to be fairly negligible. The the problem is that Microsoft has stepped away from the console platform and really and tons of other people have already said this so what I'm saying is it is is by no means uh it, you know a discovery of any kind they are preparing the way for themselves to become a big third party distributor I think when you're stepping away from the console, when you're pushing PC, when you're pushing cloud, and you're telling the and you're telling the trade commissions around the world that oh our, well our real focus really is is, is is you know people playing you know they're making deals with these streaming companies that I've never heard of. And I consider myself fairly in tune with the game with, with gaming and giving them 10 10 year deals with Call of Duty is anybody playing Call of Duty streamed on on these on on these other streaming i guess they are but but these pushes and these moves and then seeing how Redfall not only looks but how it's going to perform on console is just layer upon layer upon layer of proof that ex that Microsoft is really trying to step away from the console and that they are looking to become a, a true a true third party uh, content provider. And it, I, you know, of course, they're not going to say, "Oh, we're you know we're working on we're we we have planned. I don't I, that doesn't I don't think they're going to stop supporting the Xbox console as a whole. I think they'll continue to support it. Meaning, if your console breaks, you'll always be able to send it into Microsoft. But the way I see this is, at some point, they're just not going to not going to make new consoles. Because it's just not selling
1: Sega
0: (laughs) Exactly
2: I had to say it, but yeah, it just seems like I go to a retail establishment All the Xbox games are languishing on the shelf Um, There's not a big, you know, separation between Xbox One and Xbox Series It's really hard to distinguish what makes Even on the shelf is what's considered a series game What is considered an Xbox One game It's, you know at least PS4, PS5. You know, you got a PS4 disc. You know, you have the blue case with the PS4 logo on it. It's a PS5. You know, you have your particular the white PlayStation case. 5 with the white with the white insignia. You know, there's a good degree of separation there uh, between platforms. At least Xbox. You don't really know. In fact, I, could, I I'd have to really concentrate and look at because if you go and buy, like, say, God forbid, Battlefield 2042. <laughs> There is an Xbox Series version of that game, and then there's an Xbox One version of that game. So, and the only thing that's different is it just is instead of saying Xbox Series, it just says Xbox One. Everything else is the same. It has the same logo on the side of the case, <laughs> whole nine yards. So, GameStop has um, Battlefield 2042 for the Xbox Series on sale right now for a dollar forty-nine. So,
0: hmm. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and I've 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 said this already, but I I have the Series X, but I think this is probably going to be my last Microsoft made console that I buy. If they come up with with an update or to the series, or if they come out with their next generation, it I just don't see myself getting one. If things may continue the way that they're going, they're going to continue, and I don't see any sign that that's going that their current course is going to change. I agree.
2: It's kind and of crazy. It's sad. it's sad, yeah. People were making the point too because I remember when the console first came out, they were talking about the memory card, extra storage. <laughs> It being quite innovative, but right now Xbox Series X and S owners are really in a bind on here because if you want to get the two terabyte memory card for the Xbox Series X it's on sale right now for two ninety nine ninety nine. Where originally it was three ninety nine ninety nine. So, <laughs> and because it's pri- 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 proprietary, basically you are stuck with that one solution, or that's it. Where you could go and get a two terabyte memory expansion for playstation and they're got, gone down as low as 120 125 bucks now so
1: yeah
0: joe joe installed mine yeah well playstation learned from the vita and its proprietary uh storage solution they learned that that's not a good idea and again when at when microsoft announced hey we're going with a proprietary solution the same people that would rip on that were ripping on the vita for it being proprietary who had no intentions of getting the console anyway were were ch- champion championing championing this as a brilliant move by microsoft because the ease of use is going to make it great and it's like well but if because if it's proprietary, that means you've got a built in premium on the price mm-hmm. because that's the only way to get it. Oh, well, no, 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 no. Well, well I, I, I don't I don't I don't want to have an I don't need an engineering degree to upgrade my my internal SSD because all I do is just plug it into the back of the console.
2: Yeah, I know. like the noted. uh xbox fan lefty brown was asking me whether you void the warranty by installing <laughs> the uh, extra memory into the playstation 5 much like the playstation 4 she yeah. Told him yes <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes i'm voiding the warranty chris yes so i so, uh, i don't know i honestly at this point what i would really like to see microsoft do is actually go and be that third party and maybe sell the tech to another company who could actually do something with it and, and actually push the console. Um, I don't know who that I, I mean, I I know the companies that could afford to get into the console market, but I don't know if those companies that could afford to do so really see a financial benefit of doing so.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: you know. Yeah, I think the best thing we could hope for is a good comeback from Microsoft, and we'll mm. see if it's if it's in them. I don't think the current leadership,
0: unfortunately, I just oh the, the current leadership, no way. They're they're on that trip. They yeah, bought uh, the ticket, and they're going all the way.
2: I basically for them to uh, deliver on the games that they promised in these last. Year plus
0: and see what happens so. but That's it for news Alright so <clears throat> Thank you for that uh, Jabroni chief So that's going to bring us to our uh, Game nights now we Talked a little bit of earlier on in the show About where how we are Adding a, another aspect To our game night and that's going to be Our Monday night scrub fest so monday nights starting at 6 p.m 9 p.m eastern standard time we are going to throw in a fighting game game night so um i would think that those we will we, we'll put additional details up in the uh in our discord to kind of uh explain everything but the idea behind this is for those who Uh, may have an interest in fighting games and uh, maybe don't have any, maybe utilizing some of the fighting games that are already in uh, the services that uh, most of us are already subscribed to. Uh, We're probably going to be playing this on uh, the PlayStation side, but again, we have access to all platforms. Uh, So if you're, if if there's, I'm sorry, go ahead.
2: Oh yeah, I mean, because there's numerous games available on Games Pass that are yeah. being introduced. Like Guilty Gear Strive is on there. I know Blaze mm. Blue uh, Cross Tag Battle is finally coming out for Xbox. <laughs> Going to get released into Games Pass. Mm. So, you know, and yeah. whether you know, so there's there's avenues on the other side of the, the aisle as well. Mm. On there, just in case. But yeah, um, I was mainly thinking we're talking with John BT about it that. Uh, Soul Calibur 6 is on PlayStation Plus Extra. So is Tekken uh, 7 on there, so those are two good places to start. And the Street Fighter 5 actually might be up in that mix as well, which, you know, another possibility uh, it being included with PlayStation Plus Extra on there. So we'll definitely start there for now and kind of decide and what you guys want to play out there and kind of go from there. So mm-hmm. take it take it as it comes. So
0: Yep. And of course, that's not going to have any effect on our usual game nights, which take place every Thursday, also 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Any any game that you guys that you folks out there may want to play with us, just let us know what platform, what game. And if we don't already have it, it's not going to be a problem for us to get a hold of it. So you might be asking, okay, well, how do I how are we able to take part in these game nights? Well, the answer to that question is you hit us up on our Twitter page at GamingVessels, G-A-M-I-N-G-V-E-S-S-E-L-S. You go to that page, you're going to see a link for our Discord. Tap that link and you're in. There's no waiting period. There's no vetting process. There's no Patreon that we want you to subscribe to. Uh, Just be a good person who likes talking about games. And I think you're going to have a fantastic time there uh, in our Discord with the community that we're trying to build over there, and speaking of our community, big thanks to those who partook in this week's main event. Big thanks to John BT, Ren, and Goonie. So
1: also Fred uh, French. Thank oh, you. Fred
0: French. Yeah, uh, that was not in our. Yeah, no, yeah. uh, it was. Was that a Twitter or yeah, just it's,
1: okay it's from Twitter?
0: Okay, uh, and uh, Fred French, of course. Big thank you to everyone who participated in this week's main event, because as I always say, without y'all out there listening, participating in our questions, and partaking in our Discord, we're just three old folks yapping into the internet ether. That said, that's going to bring episode 205 to a close. So for Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. aka the ha Res Lover. <laughs> A.K.A. The Cat Daddy, A.K.A. That Gamer Step Daddy. And for Trader Joe, A.K.A. Jabroni Chief. you yeah, you, yeah. Otherwise known as the Food Max of Gaming who can maximize your gaming dollar, I'm shownoff 71 A.K.A. Doolamite. That purple bling
2: bling, yo. mean that love for your baby.
0: <laughs> and we will be back next week. Episode 206 for your ears. Peace. Peace.